0: One bit that I always find that's quite amusing is that um, if you've got some sort of defect or you need to take some sort of picture, if you're in a paper-based process, you're filling in the paperwork and whatever, and then you, then you know, from a company's point of view, they're expecting for a picture to be attached to that, and there are so many different, I guess, creative ways for somebody to do that. However um uh once at one time i uh I, I was basically followed the process of somebody doing this and they're sort of taking a picture on their smartphone or their personal phone they're then emailing it to their work phone they're waiting later on so that they can go onto their computer take that image they'll put it onto their desktop so so far you've got you've got so many copies of exactly the same picture um and then they're trying to stick that picture into the copy of the defect report that they built up and again because that was in a paper-based process they're trying to stick it into a a word document and it's nothing's quite lining up but then they're sending it on as that word document and it's a it's suddenly a a huge file because it's so many images um so struggling to send it by email because the file size is too big um it's uh it's all these little things and
1: I'm Chris O'Hare, your Quick Win CEO, and as a CEO, I've run businesses, founded startups, consulted for others, and even won awards. But in this show, we'll be talking to entrepreneurs and experts to help you understand key concepts for your business, along with three quick wins that you can take away and apply to your business today. And every week, we'll be finding out about the entrepreneur themselves and diving into a different but important topic. And we're learning about paperless digital transformation today with Josh Woolman, co-founder of software company Capture. Now Josh used to be a digital transformation expert for Canon before branching out on his own with clients such as the Labour Party. He is well versed in helping companies get to grips with their paperless ambitions. And in this podcast we get to learn how your business can go paperless and the many reasons it can boost the productivity of your workforce. We also get to learn about Josh, a bright entrepreneur with a sales acumen to be jealous of. So here we go, Josh Warman. Thanks for coming on the show, Josh. Firstly, tell me the last thing that you read or watched or did that left an impression on you. It could be a Netflix series, a funny video, a book you read or a quote that you heard. Um,
0: I think the the, the sort of the biggest thing that's made an impression on me has uh, has been this uh, youtube video called the new hustle and it's about uh three australian startup companies um that have I, I don't know a lot of a lot of the um kind of startup world and the sort of community and seeing companies grow you kind of just hear the good stuff you kind of just see oh brilliant they, they've just excelled within a month and all of a sudden they're famous um whereas uh uh, this 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 video the new hustle actually shows the kind of hard graphs that that people went through to to get to the point of uh of making it successful basically um and the three sort of company or three startups were uh safety culture that do the eye auditor stuff um uh, vino mofo um and a company called canva um which have all done very very well from yeah from from their individual products really but uh yeah it was a uh, it was it was inspiring to watch it was um it was probably a couple of months ago since i watched it but uh it's it's just in the back of my mind um really and it's just that uh you know a lot of companies you've got to go through the hard graft of you getting to the end really or getting to the goals and uh you know sometimes you feel like you're a little bit on your own but um seeing seeing stuff like that sort of gives you that motivation really
1: and was that just a youtube video was it was it like commissioned as a film or was it just purely it, a youtube video
0: it is actually a film uh, and it's yeah it's just it's just a, commissioned onto uh on, on youtube basically right. um so yeah I, I was surprised because i think i spend uh, uh well i get all my usual entertainment off of um netflix or uh, uh amazon prime or something like that but uh yeah this i I heard about it and uh, I thought I'd give it a go, and I was just glued watching it for mm. uh, for the hour. But uh, yeah, no, it's very good.
1: Yeah, it's quite surprising actually. There's quite a lot of content on YouTube that you can find. I mean, it's usually buried though. Um, you need to get recommended. So uh, mm. if you, if it doesn't get recommended, you tend to not be able to find the 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 the, the diamonds that are hidden below the uh, sea of crap <laughs> that's on YouTube because there's a lot of it. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, i mean i had a start the other day that had 1 billion users 1 billion users on youtube it's a I lot mean, that, so there's a lot of things for a lot of different people um, so i never found it really good for for finding anything so you have got to you've got you've to troll through your reddit um, threads or you've got to you've got to get recommended by someone who's seen something who's probably been recommended to them previously so uh, yeah that's my tip for youtube don't 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 go onto youtube trying to find something because you'll never find it Mm. no exactly so in your own words give me an understanding of what it is that you do what's what's your business do what do you do in your business
0: um very simply we guide businesses to become more efficient and that's uh that's pretty much our ethos and and aim so we we work and we we work with uh, businesses and basically kind of give them a review and we go through what their current state is where they want to be what their goals are um and basically give recommendations to to change um and kind of be that guide
1: really so in, in what sense does that work i mean how do you do that
0: um, so a lot of the times it's, um, cause every company has got some sort of, well, hopefully some sort of vision or somewhere that they want to be. Um, it, it's very, it's very easy to get complacent and, and sort of settle where you are. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, you know, you have to be, you have to be agile, um, within your, your own respective environment. Um, as soon as you become complacent, that's when it gets a little bit dangerous. Um, you know, you, it, there's always going to be competition. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of, from a from a business perspective, when you're sat in your own and so focused and zoned in to what you're what you're good at, what you're delivering as a product, manufacturing, logistics, or whatever it might be as a service, um, it's uh, it's easy just to be in that world and and not know about how um, other um, other aspects, other uh, methods uh, might uh, assist and help your business to become more uh, operationally efficient basically um and it's uh, it's trying to i guess it's going in and using the knowledge of where we work with multiple different industries to go into a um a business and basically give those you know little nuggets of advice and support um a lot of the things that we do so other than the uh, sort of consultative uh, work that we we do where we're offering advice and stuff we've also got a a hand-picked kind of gold standard of gold standards of uh, technology that we believe are are the best in those specific sectors so uh, capturing information uh, working with that information to make it as a automated as possible um, uh, and then delivering that output uh, in some sort of method uh, that's useful for the business Um, but whereas every business is different it's um, you know it has to be a case-by-case basis you might have the uh, exactly the same business within the same industry that you've been working with. However, they've got a different approach. They're a little bit unique. They want to do things differently. And, uh, um, and you've got to kind of match that you've got to work with the businesses that, uh, uh, that you're with. Um, so sometimes it might be a case of actually recommending uh, another bit of technology that fits in like a glove to that business, but it might not be necessarily what we're working on um, or, or where we are, but it's uh, it's kind of being that guide and that advisor to help businesses.
1: Okay, and you obviously implement these digital tools for them as well. And give me an understanding of what tools you apply and where and how. Um, so
0: which tools we we apply. So um, the ones that we've mostly focus on are, are probably the ones that are, I don't know if you could say boring. Some people might find them exciting, but um, they, they tend to be the um, they tend to be a lot of the core of the businesses, uh, you know, where, where businesses have to grow. Um, it could be, it could be a range of anything, but uh, you know, the, the bits that we focus on are the sort of documentation or the information that needs to be captured uh, and built up around it, whether that's a, um, building up a quote or a proposal uh, to invoices, to um, uh, delivery notes, uh, all these bits of information um, are you know, created in you know, those specific sectors and it's trying to make them as efficient as possible. So the tools are reflective based on um, how to kind of digitize those, those specific elements. So the, the tools that we offer um, and we, we work with are um, effectively digital copies uh, uh, that can either automate a, a workflow, um, whether it's uh, processing an invoice, for example, or matching it up against a uh, purchase order. Um, or it might be um, uh, an application for a mobile phone to capture information um, such as a delivery note uh, or, or so forth. Um, and then it's kind of where we're unique or where we, we see ourselves as unique within the market is uh, one, adapting and bespoking that particular tool to the business, business's requirements. Uh, and number two is actually being agile to the environment such as you know, COVID coming to the light um, where you might have a, a traditional um, sort of POD system, where you need to capture information for um, deliveries and so forth. Um, it's uh, you know, it's a case of being uh, understanding of the environment. Whereas you know, you can't be passing over uh, a tablet or a mobile phone for somebody else to sign, where you know that you, you might be transmitting some kind of virus.
1: Mm. No, it makes a lot of sense. So let's move on to what is paperless transformation or digital transformation what is it to you i mean could you give us a definition of that
0: um so i think um so obviously the, the idea of um uh, paperless is simply changing from a paper-based process to information flying from a to b in a digital process or a digital format um Digital transformation um, is more of an evolution on that because you might not necessarily be talking about the uh, uh, kind of the paper-based for, uh, processes, but it might be evolving the digital process that you've built on uh, and making it, you know, even better, even more efficient, and so forth. Uh, and usually, it's some kind of um, some kind of change management in there. So it's it's not just a a single event, but it's a continuous project, uh, and it's also. I think it's quite key that it's actually the mindset as well. I don't think it's just a, oh, we're just going to change this particular process to a, a paper-based or a digital process, but it's also having that mindset and uh, putting that into the culture and the ethos of the business.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, paperless is about um, obviously take getting rid of the paper. That's that's key point number one. But also it's about um, the the idea of, digital systems right and where you can essentially be able to access these systems no matter where you are but also the fact that you can access that data no matter where you are as well right so for me um, I think the key part of the sentence here is that uh, digital transformation is um, an important part of that kind of what is paperless digital transformation because it's almost a cultural change as well in terms of where that company is going and you you iterated that um very nicely at the beginning and if you told a business to go paperless and that's the what kind of what your process is um why should they what is what what do you think the benefits are
0: um there are so many different benefits and to apply just general benefits to a company or customer or prospect is 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 hard to really pin down however um you know there, there are so many uh, benefits that come off the back of of going into a sort of a paperless environment um you know one big key thing at the moment is the kind of remote workforce so um you know the ability to access information uh, anywhere you know in this day, day and age if everything's in a paper-based process um, then relying on, you know, uh, mail services and, and so forth. It's, it's, uh, it's time consuming. It's slow. Um, uh, maybe there is, you know, a place for it and with, with some bits of information, but, um, I think the biggest thing is, is accessing that information, uh, and being able to access it remotely is, you know, is key, uh, this day and age. Um, you know, every, every business is different, but, um, you know, there's a, there is an element of, um, you know, if the if the information is in a in a digital format rather than a paper based format, um, then you've got a you you've just kind of got a lot more freedom and flexibility. Um, there's also probably an argument that actually, and again, it depends on what it is, but it might be a little bit more secure in this sort of COVID era uh, as such. Um, you know, there's less uh, less opportunity to transmit the virus if you're if you've got technology to hand, basically. Um, so, you know, it, it's always the, the, the idea or what I said earlier about, you know, if it's on a, you've got a, uh, some sort of delivery system, um, and, you know, obviously you're passing over your mobile device, uh, to somebody else, obviously same thing. If you've got a paper and you're asking somebody to sign a bit of paper or whatever that is, um, obviously there's more, more likely that you might, uh, transmit something. However, moving on to, I guess that sort of digital transformation or other technology that you could use, you know, you could look at some sort of remote, uh, remote signature or something like that. And there are, uh, things out there that can, uh, can help, um, you know, help businesses, uh, sort of avoid those scenarios for their staff and people and, uh, and the world really, I guess. Um, but yeah, there's, there's loads of loads of different elements. Um, so obviously security is quite a big deal at the moment. Um, and, you know, securing data, is very important in a paper based world it's uh it's very um it's very difficult to to secure things on paper i mean there's ways to do it but it's probably a lot more expensive to to secure um sort of paper based bits of information than the digital equiv- equivalents uh, in that fact um and a lot of the times the you know the weak links are some sort of paper based process um or it might be you know there's, there's a load of other elements around it such as the sort of like security policies like if they're not being followed or whatnot um and mostly the awareness within the business so there's i think you know the benefits um probably the security element um i think the remote accessing information um also the centralizing of information as well so you if, um, if in a paper-based process or, you know, even if you're using multiple systems in different departments, um, searching for, um, a bit of information could be, or is, is going to be a lot harder if it's in multiple formats. So it's, uh, it's kind of it's using, using digital in a sensible manner. It's not just about putting it in. It's understanding the rest of the process, rest of the flow, uh, and, um, having something that's, um harmonious uh, to the sort of business environment to uh, to make it easier for whatever that business is going to attain and what what it's going to do um, i I think there's there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of different benefits um it, it could be um I think there's one, one well there's a couple of examples a couple of uh, um, times that I've I've experienced where I've thought, you know, coming back to the sort of um, the security element element of it. I once went into a um, uh, an accountancy firm and I was waiting in the uh, in the reception. Funny enough, I was, I was going to be working hopefully with them to help move into that digital arena. They they're very paper-based and just from observations, it was uh, I was sitting in the reception and the, the first thing I noted was, well, one, I was the only one sitting in this reception room um i don't know where the receptionist had gone but uh, i did notice boxes of paper by her desk and uh, um as i well, as i walked in as, as i left you know you, i don't look i wasn't looking for anything but i did notice there was personal information on just the top of those uh, of those piles and you know it, it might not be it just might not be an awareness thing you know they probably ran out of uh, room to store that paper but uh, you know the Uh, the risks involved for, uh, for that type of thing, you know, I could have quite easily taken a picture. I could have taken anything from that. Obviously I'm not going to, I did kind of avert my eyes as soon as I saw it, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it it makes me nervous sometimes when going into companies and seeing and experiencing these, uh, uh, these, these bits is, um, is interesting sometimes, but I think it's more, it is an awareness thing. And it's uh, knowing that there's something better out there and, you know, the, the, I guess, you know, there's, well, there's huge fines for uh, sort of breaches and data. So it's, uh, it's people have got to be um, more vigilant about it. And it's not just, it's not just the owners of businesses. I think it's the uh, uh, departmental heads to the, uh, the office workers and actually understanding it from a, um, from a, you know, the staff's perspective as well, really. But um, yeah, there's, there's many, there's many different benefits. I could probably sit, uh, I could probably take this whole hour just going through all of the different elements of, of it. But again, it's uh, it's different to everyone. Um, I think the uh, you've got to do it in the right way. There, there isn't, you know, there there is always going to be a time where um, moving to a digital process will, won't be beneficial for the business. Um, but, uh, you know, in most cases it, it it will be, but you've got to take the right approaches. You've got to be vigilant and you've got to uh, do your uh, digil- d- diligency um, and make sure that uh, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be for the business in the future. It's going to be agile. It's going to help and effectively it's going to save time or give some something back, whether it's uh, uh, extra security or something back to the business.
1: And that story about, you know, being able to see, these uh, personal records on top of the desk. I mean, doesn't that say everything about paperless? The thing is about paperless as well is that you can't really contain the information like you can on a computer. Um, and, the com- and the good thing about computers is that you can um, restrict access to that information depending on your role and your permission. Uh, and I think that's what people don't really understand um is that you can give bits of information parts of information on a computer you don't have to give the whole document or the whole file um, and they don't have to see everything Mm. and i think that's really really crucial to understand that but i also like the idea of being able to share the knowledge across the entire company because if you've just got one piece of paper you need to be able to disseminate that across many people then you've got to either Give that original copy, or make copies of that copy, and what you then have to do then is then physically distribute it. Whereas obviously on a computer, you could say share, and immediately will go out to your to your to the relevant team or the relevant networks. Um, and likewise with um, if you wanted to access archives of data, right? So you have got all this historical data that you might need. You can uh, you can search quite quickly. Th- between time stamps or keywords, and really understand what it is that you need to get access to. Whereas, if you've got tons and tons of paper archives, which, you know, if you go to a law firm, that's all they have, right? They have these tons of these, these uh, files um, where, if you need to get access to something, you have to dig through these files. Whereas, if you had a digital system, it's just a, a few clicks of a button, you've got all these, these documents that you need. And likewise, when creating these systems and these workflows, you have um, the ability to to link them up. Right. So you can link from, you know, if you create this document, then it goes out to certain people automatically. And and that must save a a hell of a lot of time when it comes to administration of these kind of um, usual file based companies uh, where there's, there's people paid quite, well to basically manage paper and that's all they do receptionists or data administrators or whatever that's literally what they do and so if the if the machine can do that then not only is saving a salary but you can actually um, if, if you don't employ extra people to do that, you can minimize the amount of people that do it, but also the people that are doing it can be repurposed for other things that could be more beneficial to the company and actually make some money rather than um, doing administrative work. So I think that there, there are a couple of benefits that I felt that were quite important that we covered um, when it comes to paperless digital transformation. But you've obviously been into quite a few companies now right and you've seen the companies that are um fully paper that's all they have they have lots of filing systems and whatever and you've migrated them through um i would assume quite a lengthy process of moving them from paper to something that's fairly digital have you got an example of how um something that stands out in your mind of 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 what happened to a company that went from paper paper based to to paperless
0: yeah there's a there's 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 quite a few there's quite a few moments where um i, I guess i've witnessed the the benefits of um sort of a from a from a very heavy heavily paper based process to a digital process um i think one well there's a couple that we've done uh, that we've worked on there's one that um that that stands out Quite a lot because I guess I wasn't uh, I wasn't really aware how much paper was being used within uh, within a particular industry. But uh, um, there's one uh, well, there's one one instance where working within uh, construction, um, there's a company that goes out and they uh, they have to capture um, sort of timesheets and daily checks, and uh, um, you know it might be a, a defect report that they might have to do on a, a bit of equipment. Um, but following the process through and the whole kind of getting to the nitty gritty was, you know, it's, it's, it always seems to come down to how, where, where is the, uh, where is the first element of, um, uh, capturing information. Uh, and if it's in a paper-based process, then the rest of the process is going to be very manual and it's going to be very hard to, uh, to kind of move to that automation and move to that digital uh, process in an easier fashion. But, um, within this, uh, within this, well, one of the companies I was working with, they were, they had loads of, um, paper-based timesheets for one. So they had a pack within the, uh, uh, within the cranes that they were using in the cab. Um, they were getting the, um, the, the contracts from the hire desk. Um, and it would either be, well, there'll be, there'll be a mixed approach because everyone was working around the country. So it wasn't, it wasn't easy to pass that information across. So there'll be people, um, uh, effectively phoning up the uh, the operators of these large cranes um and uh, telling them where the next job was um or a lot of the times and uh, this happens it seems to happen quite a quite a few places where there'll be one person sitting there the night before texting all the operators to say where their next job is um and for them to go out on site and use these these sheets of paper um to, to record information on, uh, and, you know, the, the expectation for them to be out in a, in a muddy yard or, or um, you know, where it's raining outside and trying to fill in with a, uh, with a, with a pencil sort of, um, with all, all the other stresses of what they've got to do as well. Um, and it's, uh, it was strange to hear that, or, or, well, obviously from us, it's quite, it looks quite okay. Well, we know what the challenges are. Um, and actually understanding that, you know, from, those operators perspective they might be halfway across the country but then they've got to send that information back to the uh uh, back to the depot for it to be processed and there's only so many ways that you can send a a sort of a paper-based bit of information but uh you know a lot of the times they were they'll sort of take a picture on their phone and they'll send it through email or or whatever um and then you know you've got the poor people behind the high desk sort of sitting there waiting for this information to come back so that they can go and invoice for the work um and you know they're getting a a scrappy piece of paper where they're trying to uh, understand dave's writing and uh, and trying to work out oh, is that a is that a z is that an s is that a five or is that is that something else and you know trying to work out what it is so you can imagine the back and forwards going on uh, and the delays that that paper-based process is is creating really so i guess the before element was just a lot of time was just being spent. Um, there were, there's a, a lot of kind of human error uh, that goes on with a paper-based process. Um, it's uh, it, it's a little bit frustrating as well. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, it's um, everyone wants to improve that, that type of process, but they don't have the time to do so because they're still doing that process. And it's a, it's a loop, it's going around in a circle. And there's only one way you just have to, you have to find a way to try and stop it, have to find somewhere better, uh, something better to do uh, to do that process. Um, And it's sometimes a case of stepping back and looking at that process and going, okay, these are the biggest bottlenecks of this, uh, of this process. How can we, uh, how can we change it? How can we gradually uh, change that process and, Get into the mindset of uh, of doing it better, um, and I think the there was a couple of massive benefits for once they actually went paperless and had that sort of digital process, and there was a couple of uh, automation uh, parts in there. Uh, it was just it was just the um, kind of what was deemed as the surprising aspect of of moving into that process was actually you know, it's not just about sending information, uh, in a digital process, but it's all the other things that digital can do and benefit off the back of that. Um, such as, um, sort of grabbing, uh, sort of location, uh, just sort of geo stamps and stuff like that to save time for, um, you know, instead of having, having to input those bits of information, uh, into a, or onto a piece of paper, if it was a sort of digital format, you can get all these other bits of, uh, uh, information, So, you know, um, the timesheet, somebody or Dave would have to write his name in at the top and uh, his maybe staff ID, his email address or whatever it might be just just at the start. And he would have to do that every single day um, for every single time that he's going to be captured or uh, the defect that he was recording or daily check. Um, whereas in the digital process it's already there. He's only, he only needs to capture the relevant information that's, uh, uh, that he's doing. So, you know, there's, there's, there's so many little elements in that that, uh, that all build up. Um, one bit that I always find that's quite amusing is that um, if you've got some sort of defect or you need to take some sort of picture, if you're in a paper-based process, you're filling in the paperwork and whatever. And then, you, and then, you know, from a company's point of view, they're expecting for a picture to be attached to that. And there are so many different, I guess, creative ways for somebody to do that. However, um, uh, one at one time, I, uh, I I was basically followed the process of somebody doing this, and they're sort of taking a picture on their smartphone or their personal phone. They're then emailing it to their work phone. They're waiting later on so that they can go onto their computer, take that image, they'll put it onto their desktop. So so far, you've got you've got so many copies of exactly the same picture. Um, and then they're trying to stick that picture into the copy of the defect report that they've built up. And again, because that was in a paper-based process, they're trying to stick it into a, a word document and it's, it, nothing's quite lining up, but then they're sending it on as that word document. And it's a, it's suddenly a, a huge file because it's so many images. Um, so struggling to send it by email because the file size is too big. Um, it's, uh, it's all these little things and let's, let's stick with Dave here. He was, uh, struggling. Uh, by the way, Dave doesn't exist. I, uh, I changed the name, but, uh, you know, trying to, trying to send this, you know, he could be, he could have been spending time with his kids sitting, watching Netflix or the hustle, uh, on YouTube. So, you know, there, there are there were definitely, um, sort of massive benefits and it's, uh, it's the little stories, which are, uh, are, are the, I guess the, the takeaways this is uh, that you, you don't, you don't quite see or perceive when you're first approaching but you're always hoping for these little stories to come out from a um, uh, from like a supplier's point of view when you're trying to improve a business so it's uh, it's quite nice
1: uh, i like that story and uh, i'm sure dave is very glad that you've uh, censored his name um because that sounds like uh, a typical story to be fair um, it's, it's something that I hadn't even thought about myself, but you know, and I, to be honest, I've probably done the same, um, trying to attach stuff to a word document and then trying to send it. And, uh, that's because they, that's the way that the, the person that wants the word document, that's how they want it. Right. But if they had a, a paperless system, um, that would all managed via an online form and you wouldn't have had to deal with any of that. So... I think that's really interesting, and I think there's a lot of people that still do that kind of process with Word documents um, when it comes to application forms and, and the like. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one for businesses. But you were talking about audits at the beginning, your business, essentially audits companies on, on what they need to do to migrate to paperless. How do you identify these things that they need to, to kind of um, migrate to paperless?
0: I think again it's it's one of those every every company is different um i think it is um working working with larger businesses is different to working with smaller businesses as well because there are so many more stakeholders involved um it's easier for a smaller business to transform and change because there are effectively less people in that sort of change management process um i think sort of boiling it down to the basics. I, I think it's so easy to become um, uh, overwhelmed and, you know, the amount of technology that can come in and change it's it's, uh, it's it's, keeping it simple more than anything. So, I mean, what we do is when we, when we going into a company and we're uh, approaching it for the first time, it's effectively, first of all, absolute basics. It's identifying the process and looking for areas that either sort of take the longest amount of time uh, or, people are moaning about or um you know it's it's, it's identifying the bottlenecks within that process um and it's you know most simplistic uh, element it's um it, it's sometimes quite difficult and it's kind of understanding as well from uh, other people's points of view they they might not be aware that there's something else better that that can um that can help them and it might be a it might be just a change in mind it might be just a change of a, a process um a lot of the a lot of the mindsets um or you know there's a couple of times where i've come across which is probably the most dangerous ways that you know um it sort of i've always done it this way so it works and yeah that's great it works but you know if you're trying to compete against uh, another business or uh, you're trying to grow as a company um, that's only going to multiply as you're uh, as you're growing so um I, I think the largest bit and the the thing that flies under the radar as the, as the core element, which I'm always looking out for is time. Now it, it's, it's always a thing that's just taken for granted. Um, Janet might be, uh, um, you know, taking calls for uh, and finding information for customers, for example, uh, and Janet sitting on the desk and somebody's calling her up and going, Oh, um, uh, what's uh, what is the latest uh, um, fee I need to pay for the service you've provided or whatever it might be. Uh, And Janet might not have, if it's in a paper-based process, you might not have the, uh, uh, you know, to be able to go and grab that information in an easy fashion. So it's uh, from, from straight away, if that's in a paper-based format or process, then it's going to be, it's going to take time for Janet to go and find that bit of information to get back to the customer. Um, In that time, there could be X amount of other calls going on. There could be other customers querying for other things. Uh, It's come, it's come into a, um, a customer service, um, element of it. So, you know, the business needs to be portrayed that they can, uh, deliver information back to, uh, people that are, um, you know, querying things to, to make things more efficient. Um, whereas if Janet's done that all of her life and it's, it's, it's a fine process, um, it, it's not going to help the company grow. Um, it's going to, it's just going to make it harder. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's probably the it's kind of, professionalism uh, that comes across as well especially in the in a world that um everything and everyone is in a you know we want this now we want to uh, we need to um you know if you want to I, I don't know if you want to order something you can use deliveroo you get it instantly it comes in you can see the whole process um they've done well to digitize their process because you can see every every step of the process in terms of what's actually happening whereas it's a bit uh it seems a bit old hat when you go back and you uh, sort of if you calling up a restaurant to get some food delivered and uh they don't have any of these technologies you, you have no idea about your order if it's delayed you you might get nervous because you, you don't have any uh, uh, visibility of information um so to take it take it back into the the sort of basics it's identifying the process and identifying what's taking the longest amounts of time or what is just taking time in general um and seeing if there's a better approach to that um, another core element of it is, and it's kind of comes down to what we're talking about, but it's it's paper. Um, it's uh, looking around and uh, it's probably the most easiest and visual part of it. Uh, and it's strange because I might call up a company and go, oh, so, you know, w- what is your, what are the things that are taking time? And this, you know, it might be hard for a business owner to think, oh, okay, I, you know, these things take time, but it, it might not be obvious. Um, whereas, you know, seeing that there's a, a, a pile of paper in the corner is a, is a question mark having uh, filing cabinets with paper in, inside it is is a, is another question mark. So it's uh, it's identifying these these elements and going hmm, maybe there's something better. Um, and I guess it's um, it's it's using you know what what is the visual element of it and then investigating it a little bit more. So going okay, so why is it why is it in that paper based format? Maybe there is a legitimate easy, uh, reason. Um, then it's kind of putting those um sort of question or well, questioning around it basically so you know if there isn't a good reason of why that's in a paper-based process then it's kind of putting the the, the hows in place the what's where's and uh, and seeing a little bit more of what's what are the difficulties around uh, those processes um so yeah i, I think um sort of identifying is finding bottlenecks within a business. Really. Um, it's not, it might not necessarily just be the paper-based process, but you know, a lot of the times when a company has, they've grown up and they've uh, got multiple systems and softwares in place. Um, it can be, um, it can be hard for one department to send a bit of information to another department because they've got a completely different bit of software. Uh, again, that's another, uh, bottleneck in terms of what, what is, how is it, getting across that barrier? Um, Is it being printed off and then scanned back into a new system, which uh, it it happens more often than not. Um, And sometimes the largest companies are the ones that are doing these sorts of processes because, you know, they've got something efficient in one department, something else in another department, but in between, nothing's going on there's it's uh there's there's just people to go okay well i need to try and get that information into another one and it's because it's not uh it's not seamless and it's it's those department heads that haven't been uh communicating as a as a whole um as a as as one basically
1: that's uh some really good insights there in terms of you know how you can identify things and i never even thought about the the idea of be able to just spot a pile of papers in the corner and go hmm something could be done better here and likewise with the filing system so i really like that one um and it's thinking about outside of the box as well isn't it it's it's looking at how you can uh take these papers that you're doing and then implementing a, a workflow or a process um that that you would normally do a task with uh and and put that into a system an automation system um and anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that i love automation and it's the it's the secret to scaling and that's again something that you said is that if you want to scale your business you're going to need to be able to uh, create these these automations these um, remove these bottlenecks um, and implement something far better but you've got you kind of started talking about how you could um identify these processes and i think that's a good step to talk about um what are the things you need to go paperless because obviously being a consultant you're going into these companies you're advising them on what they need to do what are the steps that you advise businesses uh, to go paperless
0: um Again, it's it's always going to be different for every company, but um, you know the, the the standard ways of kind of when when uh, well when, when I go in and approach a business is it's first of all it's reviewing the process and identifying the bottlenecks as as previously mentioned, but it's also it's building that vision. So where I said uh, that it's it's a lot of it is about mindset. It's building that dream, building what what's actually going to happen in the future, and how is how is the company aligned to that vision. Um, so I guess first of all, it's uh, it's making sure that alignment isn't just a single person's vision. It, it is something that can be uh, spread through the company. It can be something that everyone can understand and attain and actually uh, look towards. Really, um, one of the biggest kind of I think fundamentals or th- or, or kind of blockages to uh, companies going forward and paperless is is mostly mostly people, other people within. Um, within the company and, uh, basically getting their buy-in. Um, one thing that, um, I noticed that seems to work is, you know, once you've got that and you've created an aligned division and what, what is, you know, where, where the company wants to go, it's, um, it's kind of, well, it's assigning the responsibilities uh, as well to different people so that they've got something, uh, to go towards. Um, and basically it's putting those little, uh, tasks and, um, uh, objectives in place so that they've got those challenges to uh, overcome Um, but I think the single factor is is actually so coming back to that buy-in it's actually asking people asking staff how could you do this better what do you think how would you approach this Um, and making it valuable for for them Um, you know understanding that Janet who's been on the phone kind of collecting paper or whatnot um, she might have a great idea that's, that's not identified by top level management because, you know, she's doing it day in day out. And actually she's already spotted a couple of ways that it could be improved. Um, and then it's taking all those different ideas and actually, um, I guess, merging them into one, uh, and aligning the, uh, the vision and the strategy towards all these different things, because I think in, in all businesses and, and everyone, you know, I think it's a, it's a general Idea that uh, uh, you know humans are effectively lazy, lazy but intelligent because you know we're we're always trying to look for shortcuts and things to make things easier and better and so forth. So um, whereas you know the the top level management they, they might be going okay we need to save time there's way too much paper uh, and they're looking for approaches and things that they need to uh, need to do quick wins where they can uh, uh, where they can sort of pull together a resource to to you know have a common goal and a common Uh, energy towards actually uh, change changing those elements Um, and just by going to ask people um, what what kind of things could be done having focus groups and uh, getting everyone involved then everyone's going to be going towards a similar goal because you know people want things more efficient anyway Um, so it it tends to be quite a a good way to um, I guess break the mold instead of just pushing things down which you know might, might be good in some elements uh, some ways might be it might be the best approach but uh, a lot of the times if there's multiple people multiple departments where everything is quite siloed nobody's really communicating between each other um, then actually going to speak to people bring them together uh, and uh, sort of challenge uh, various elements of it is it's probably the best best way to do it and basically anchoring uh, each change into the culture so, you know, again, it's that, it's that mindset and that change and then placing little goals so that you can achieve them and milestones. Um, I think another quite important element to go to paperless or the digital transformation is to actually have that sense of urgency. If there's no sense of urgency, then nothing's really going to move on it's all just going to be talk there's there's going nothing nothing tangible nothing real for for a company to push on and uh actually change um so i think the dangerous thing is is that it's just becoming complacent so it's having that question there what happens if we if we don't do anything what are the implications what what is going to be the effect of the business uh, make it real make the Uh, the issues and, you know, bring up the challenges that are around that, that's only going to increase and, uh, and so forth. So um, I think having that drive uh, and, you know, creating that sense of urgency is something that's very important as well. Um, Yeah. I I think, um, I think there's many, many ways that you could approach, but uh, I guess uh, it's reviewing the bottlenecks, you know, um, talking to people, getting the buy-ins, creating, Tasks and challenges, or sorry, placing goals and milestones uh, and then creating a sense of urgency are probably the the key bits, I'd say, to driving towards uh, uh, some sort of change.
1: Pretty interesting that. And so what are your top three quick wins for getting going with paperless digital transformation?
0: Top three quick wins. Um, So map out a structured process. Again, structured is the key word there. Um, I think if you if you start mapping it down, um, it's easier to start seeing where the bottlenecks are. Um, one one program that I use, which I think is really good, it's free, it's easy to get onto, really easy to understand, is this thing called uh, diagrams.net. And it's, um, it's just a tool to build up workflows. Um, and in its absolute simplicity, it's quite easy to view a work, workflow and just go put it in and, uh, and then see what, why are there so many steps in there and, and start questioning it that way is probably number one. Um, number two, um, ask your staff, ask people, ask colleagues. Um, everyone's gonna have a different perception and a different way of uh, uh, dealing with things um, and basically just asking how a process could be done better. Um, simple as it is, I don't think there's a, there's enough of that going on in terms of, uh, uh trying to move uh, and, and get to that paperless stage. Um, number three, um, it might be quite, quite a simple, simple way, but, uh, it's, uh, basically speak to and, and look into your current suppliers and what they can offer. Um, it might be a case that actually, you know, you, you need that. You, you don't know what the possibility is um i mean it, it's a quick win to go and ask your current supplier uh like you know the salespeople, consultants to see what what they can offer what they can you know what what can how can they make it better um what what are their observations about it uh, again they're going to be working with multiple industries and they're going to have different ideas to how to approach that um i think there's one I might be going on to a fourth quick win. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but, um, one thing for, uh, sort of people out in the field. And one thing that I've noticed is that there's, um, there's a product called uh, remarkable and, uh, I've seen it. So I've worked with so many people, salespeople and uh, consultants and, uh, people going out and just taking notes on, on paper and books and this and the other, which is great. So, you know, it, it it's, um, some people really like that. Um, but actually then when they're spending the time to convert that into, uh, uh, into a digital format it's a very manual typing up sort of process whereas this product uh remarkable is is it's kind of like a, a Kindle that you can drop jot notes down and it converts everything into a digital format for you so it's a uh, it's something that's you know it, it's it's getting into that mindset and uh kind of taking the leap and you know having faith in those different products but uh there's no i don't think there's any reason to be so paper um you know we've got products that are uh, and got there. There are things out there that uh, uh, allow us to have a go. Really,
1: some great quick wins there, Josh. Really appreciate that. So, if uh, people want to learn more about going paperless, what resources out there are available that they can find?
0: Um, I think the simplest and straightforward way to do it, uh, to to you know, to find out more information about going paperless, is um, is using search engines is, is typing in your query or what, what your issue is and uh, doing that research. I think, uh, I think some, you know, I think it is taken for granted where, um, you know, there's, it's, it comes so simply for me to, to, you know, when I've got an issue on uh, I'm going onto a search engine and I'm finding something and, you know, I'm using it to my advantage. Um, And it's a, you know, as widely as it is used, uh, I think it's uh, something that I've noticed that people don't understand, uh, and they might just they they don't know where to go. So it's uh, it's probably it's simple, it's effective. Um, uh, search engines are basically basically your friend um, with anything. So um, yeah, I, yeah, I could mention books and so forth, but everything's constantly evolving. You know, digital is evolving all the time, uh, and it's getting something relevant. So it's a uh, it's, it's understanding how to find what information you require.
1: Google is your friend. Yeah, I mean, as a developer, um, Google is the, the word that I use all the time when I don't know something. And so I go on Google and I'm like, Google, tell me how to do this, because I have no clue. Um, So I I can imagine that in all aspects of IT and digital, just like like you said, actually, things are fast moving. But also, if they're fast moving, that means there's not um, a place where you can go and find this information um, so readily or that's of the quality that you need, and sometimes people on the ground, boots on the ground, um, actually talking about the problems they're facing, uh, is probably quite good. I use Qura quite a lot um, when I ta- when I'm mm-hmm. typing in questions. Qura um, tends to be an, a good place to, to look. But uh, yeah, great quick wins there. Uh. How can people connect with you?
0: Um... LinkedIn is probably the simplest way. Um, search for me, Josh Wallman, um, uh, you know, website. So www.capture.co.uk. Um, also email uh, any questions or any, any thoughts and and so forth, you know, quite simply Josh at capture.co.uk.
1: Great. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for your time today. Really appreciate that.
0: Thank you, Chris. Take care
1: if you need digital transformation josh is clearly the expert to go to but what did you think of josh's quick wins quick win number one map out your processes because when you map them out you can see where the bottlenecks are quick win number two ask your staff how things can be done better everyone will have a different perspective of how to deal with things And quick win number three, speak to your current suppliers on what they can offer to make your process better. And a bonus quick win this time round, use a remarkable tablet to convert notes into digital format. But what was your favourite bit of the show? Tell me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok or YouTube where you can find me with at hair digital and don't forget you can also watch this show on youtube or listen on all major podcast platforms including apple and spotify and if you're lovely enough to leave a review i'll make sure to give you a shout out on a future episode so thank you for listening and until next time i'm your quick win ceo signing out